welcome back to the Skift India podcast. I'm Peden Doma Bhutia, Skift's Asia editor. And today joining me for this episode is Rajesh Mago, co-founder and group CEO at India's Make My Trip. Welcome Rajesh and congratulations for an amazing quarter. Thank you. Thanks Adan. Thanks for having me. Uh, Rajesh in your recent earnings call uh, Make my trip is revealed that all its travel segments have not only rebounded from the challenges of the pandemic but have actually grown beyond pre-pandemic levels like 2019 2020 levels and the numbers seem to be quite impressive you know your quarterly cross bookings have reached an all-time high at almost um, about 2 billion and that's not all you've just bounced back but i've also turned a significant profit uh, which is a remarkable turnaround from the 10 million loss during the same quarter last year so what are some of the factors that have led to these results yeah sure uh, so firstly um, you know it's a, it's a great observation uh, and and thanks for that so let me just uh, sort of help you oh, clarify some of this and just also give you some um pointed towards what has been sort of happening uh which led to uh this kind of a performance now in this first quarter as we started the the, the you know the new fiscal fiscal year 23 24 and for that if i just take a step back a little bit um you know obviously uh two years was was pandemic uh it was a pretty long challenging period not only for us but for the entire industry and if you look at our last full year results 22 23 and you know we follow fiscal year by the way from april to march and you would realize that uh, whether it's a gross booking number as compared to let's say 19 20 which is a pre pandemic year uh, we had just about crossed the overall uh, you know the top line number uh we used to do 6 billion dollar gross booking we we did about 6.5 6.6 in fiscal year 22 23 so that meant that you know the recovery just going back to the same pre pandemic level was behind us and more importantly uh and and very very interesting sort of uh, turn was was on the bottom line where the the comparison goes like this it was minus 70 million over 6 billion gross booking pre pandemic 1920 and uh, we closed 22 23 at 70 million positive number now 70 number is just a sheer coincidence there is mm-hmm. there is no science behind it but the more important point here is that it was minus 72 plus 70 now that was a perfect setting for us getting into the the new fiscal year feeling lot more confident about two or three things and which are the factors that you know that you asked as part of your question one of them was just the overall market on the demand side you know the overall consumer sentiment was positive in in general you know while the entire world has been talking about uh, overall inflation rate in india in india the overall inflation rate has also been relatively speaking far more controlled than the rest of the world but more importantly even if travel inflation was relatively higher because the fares were high um and hotel rates the, were high right and still are 
hotel rates were high and yes yes to some extent they still are uh, but despite that and that is because of the you know as what we have sort of observed over the last uh, few quarters that the consumer trend to spend maybe a larger portion of disposable income towards travel was growing so the overall uh, habit changing was happening towards experiencing more and more and because of that demand sentiment was very very positive see we got into the 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 first quarter of the fiscal which happens to be also a high season high season for a leisure use case uh, uh, perspective uh, quarter so there were seasonality tailwinds and there was overall habit changing um overall habit changing happening and because of which the consumer sentiment was really positive so that definitely helped us on the demand side and and more looking at intrinsically within the company i think what also helped us was the lot of the investments that we had made during covid or some of them had started just before covid but we accelerated those efforts to uh, to build the platforms to cater to the new demand segments uh, which was also beginning to help so if so you Rakesh, combine... i'm sorry i'm sorry to interrupt but when you say new demand segments which one what would those okay. be yeah no absolutely and so fair follow up question uh, and one of them for example is uh, corporate um, you know platform the, the platform called mybiz that we built for small and medium enterprises we were not necessarily playing in that segment predominantly pre pandemic um you know we 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 had just about started to build mybiz uh, just one year before the pre pandemic but you know it was just very early days so in the base numbers you will not see any of those um uh, numbers or the contribution coming in from the mybiz as a corporate uh, platform and large part of our business used to be b2c direct sort of retail customers if you will i uh, and uh, and and during pandemic for those two years we accelerated the effort we accelerated the effort on acquiring a um, lot of the new customers on small and small and medium enterprises customer and also uh, for large corporates where we had invested uh, in a company called quest to travel based out of mumbai mm-hmm. uh, you know we we added a lot of the large uh, customers there as well so that is just one good example of you know just completely new demand segment that uh, that was showing traction and that was helping the other example is the the travel agents platform that we built to you know with a with a thought that you know india is a large country and there will be you know certain segments of customers who would be um still offline and would be willing to go to the uh you know next door travel agent so can we just build a platform for travel agents and and give access to the content that we have built for all the product offerings that we have on our b2c platform and then can get some uh you know sort of offline demand through b2 uh, which is effectively b2b2c but through my partner channel that's a second good example of the sort of trying to get more uh new demand segment which we may not be getting it before so these are a couple of good examples of where we you know it, that started to sort of help us as well both on our flights product as well as hotel product and uh, and then because of these factors you know coupled with the fact that we also had um demand side tailwinds 
we did a record quarter, as you mentioned, with the 2 billion gross booking. And again, um, on the bottom line, actually having a record quarter as well. So like I told you that we did last year was 70 million for full year, um, you know, fiscal uh, mm -hmm. positive adjusted operating profit number. Uh, we started with a quarter with 30 million number. So, uh, so I guess, uh, you know, these were some of the important uh, factors that's, that sort of helped us give us this kind of a performance. Great. Uh, Rajesh, it's interesting that you spoke about MyBiz because I, I, I was reading about MyBiz and I feel that, you know, I, I, want to, I wanted to talk more uh, about MyBiz, uh, which, which is your B2B platform. You know, it has achieved incredible growth. Uh, it's, uh, if I'm correct, I think it's recently surpassed 50,000 client users in just four years, right? That is correct. Okay, so so Rajesh, what do you attribute this rapid growth to, and how does how does it set uh, MyBiz apart from competitors in the corporate travel sector? Yeah, no, I think it's a great question. So two, three very very important factors. Again, there's a little bit of a background, uh, like I mentioned earlier, that we were not necessarily uh, focusing on this demand segment in the market. We were not focusing on uh, corporate business at all. Uh, historically, and one of the key reasons for that uh, was also the the solutions that were there in the market um, were very um, people driven, but very conventional, very traditional. You know, so a lot of the corporate solutions that were there in the market were effectively, you know, having implants like physical implants. So you will you will put up a travel desk. Uh, in the company, you know, large companies, medium-sized companies, and then the you know the the corporate employees would uh, typically will you know have a process of sending emails, doing back and forth on emails uh, with the request and getting sort of quotes or or their our travel options uh, you know back from the the physical travel agent who would be sitting in the office or maybe even remotely. And then that was happening on email. Very little use of technology was uh, was deployed in this segment, and 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 partly also because you know that is how uh, historically this uh, this uh, segment was being catered to, and maybe you know even the corporates or the uh, the clients on the other side were sort of used to it. Uh, we we didn't want to sort of uh, do that business because see, our core strength happens to be more technology. We wanted to, we we always felt that there was less innovation in this space that has happened, and you know, uh, you know, we would we should wait for our opportunity. Then we started exploring. When we started exploring it uh, af afresh, then we started uh, you know looking at this opportunity more for. First, our first focus was to build the product, and and product has front end and the back end, but first for front end, but build the front end in a way because we saw an opportunity there. There was hardly any innovation that has happened in the past on the front end travel solutions that were being provided, even if they were like technology solutions. See, one part of it was that they were physical uh, travel desk, but uh, travel desk setup, and then there were agents who would be you know, sort of using some uh, front-end screen, uh, some technology tool for them to be able to, you know, sort of uh, complete their ticket bookings or, you know, for that matter, hotel booking, etc. 
um but it wasn't really uh, an end user uh, uh you know sort of intuitive and convenient and simple to use kind of a front end so the first thing that we ended up doing and which is a serious differentiator to be honest as compared to any other solution in the market is to build a front end for keeping in mind that it will be a self service tool and will be used by the end user which in this case is going to be employee of a corporate or let's say uh, you know we call it as central booker in a in a company which could be an executive assistant or a secretary of a senior um, executive or any of the admin person or any of the hr person who might be in charge in sort of planning for travel uh, for a particular unit that it should be very very simple to use for that particular person the end traveler or uh, you know any of the person who sort of managing and planning travel for the company but it should be completely self service like you should be able to do it as if you are doing your own personal travel planning coming on make my trip b2c platform so if you go on on mybiz front end it is identical the ui the user interface is identical to what you would see if you come to let's say make my trip app on the b2c side uh, so i think that was a game changer uh because uh, you so know you're saying the, simplifying the whole process and simplifying uh, you know how the booking is done led to that change right exactly simplifying the booking flow as well as the post sales experience mm-hmm. and then along with that provide all the analytics on a on a click of a button you know that uh, that anyone who's sort of looking at the cost side of uh, travel uh, in a particular uh, organization he or she should be able to just on a click of button get all the analysis all the reports that he or she wants so you know coupled with uh, and, and you know and then the the other differentiator was from from our perspective that we could offer all our products you know it's not only the flights um but we also have hotels traveling within india traveling international we could offer you know ancillary products like travel insurance you know forex um or airport transfer and so on you know all of those product offerings comprehensively was on one platform and is on one platform uh and and i think that also turned out to be a, a key differentiating factor and all i think i think uh, do you also think that this would have been more useful for it was not just for the large or the mid market corporates but for the startups and the smes i think this platform was especially more helpful no absolutely and you know this mybiz is focusing more on mid size as well as uh, small and uh, small enterprises so it's effectively an smme platform uh, and and the quest to travel is for large corporates where we have about 300 large corporates the likes of the tribula group or the indian oil indian oil corporation limited um or the hdfc some of the units uh now that is a that is a different product solution and for the large corporates because the needs are different but mybiz platform where we have a huge amount of uh, huge number of customers who have been onboarded very very smoothly by the way onboarding also is a very uh, easy uh, process that we have built because we thought that you know like you rightly mentioned for young companies the startups or the high growth companies not necessarily have 
become sort of large corporates now their their uh, needs and the requirements could be very different and they also are far more savvy on uh, using the technology tools and 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 you know they would want more convenience transparency yeah but i think this kind of uh, you know regularizes everything the mybiz platform because you know if i for especially for startups and small me- medium companies i think an individual you know if i'm traveling if i'm an employee i would be doing the booking but say for instance there are times that maybe i'll get the gst number wrong so if that everything is built into the system it's just about me booking like i do it for my normal leisure holiday is that absolutely. the concept yeah absolutely gst is actually a great point and i should have mentioned it earlier because <laughs> that was a specific need for this market you know yes. you won't have the gst need for any of the other global markets at least Correct. i haven't seen it i mean there may be some other need from mm-hmm. a tax regulatory standpoint but gst is a unique need for indian market and we had to solve for it and we ended up solving for for building the solution around that and so from an employee perspective it becomes even more convenient so whatever is needed and whatever is needed for him or her to to do the travel expense claims everything is there you know in sort of uh, without any any pain right so um that definitely obviously overall helped us as well correct i i think i think that is the reason why you know my biz has kind of doubled its bookings over last year and has grown almost three times over the pre covid period and that too at a time when it was it's 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 considered a very challenging environment for corporate travel isn't it yeah true um you know and uh, corporate travel was or the business travel use case was perhaps the last one to start to to come back correct um you know when when the recovery uh, was happening or beginning to happen from uh, from covid um you know and 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 i guess the reason for us to be able to show the the high high growth or high traction on our platform was also that we were actually gaining share from the market though we were the late entrant uh, you know there have been many other players uh, with different kind of corporate solutions in the market um but because of uh, you know the kind of solution that we had built because of um the front end and the and the overall product comprehensive uh, comprehensiveness that we had and a one stop sort of a solution for across the corporate segments we were able to to gain share in the market because you know people saw mybase bringing in more product innovation refreshing product uh product innovation uh, as compared to many of the products that might be out there in the market yeah also i think rajesh because uh, you know like your quest to travel there are many corporate travel agencies but they focus a lot on the big corporates so the sme sector was something that was uh, more or less not so much tapped right yeah that is absolutely true see they basically they were just going to the next best choice from their perspective was mm-hmm. either coming to our let's say if there are micro smes they would come to our direct b2c platform and do it correct or absolutely. they would have uh, you know a small uh, travel agent that they will uh, fall back to but you know it, it, you know what they found very very interesting in the solution was there was huge amount of transparency and mm-hmm. right on your screen and you can see what you want to do with all kinds of options you want a refundable fare or a non refundable fare or what will happen to cancellation you know you have all the flexibility of making choices and 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 looking at various options and then taking an informed decision rather than 
you know that uh, giving a requirement to someone and then someone is just giving you one option and then you had no choice but to take that okay that's a very interesting perspective about you know about the and also shows uh, you know it's also you know testament to the fact that india is growing with the small and medium uh, enterprises um Rajesh, I'd like to also dig a little bit deeper into some of the exciting initiatives that Make My Trip has undertaken. One, uh, you know, from your earnings call, one notable development that I've noticed is your dedication to expanding your inventory of homestay properties. So what made you double down on building your domestic uh, hotel supply, especially focusing on, uh, you know, homestays? Is this also a way for you to meet you know, the evolving needs of travelers, like we've been talking about the fact that you know, travelers no longer are just, you know, ticking off bucket lists. It's more about an experiential travel. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I think that'll be the right way to put it. Um, it is not necessarily doubling down on hotels per se, because hotel we had huge amount of, we continue to have huge amount of death and that, that we built in terms of just having the inventory on our platform over the years, whether it is uh, domestic Indian market or it is international market. This was about, uh, you know, sort of new category that was developing, which is non-hotel stays. You know, you can call this as an alternative accommodation option for the customers. And this had like three different types of uh, accommodations. So this had hostels, you know, like for bachelors mm -hmm. or the students you will have hostels uh, and can you will have service apartments and you will also have homestays slash villas uh, effectively uh, which was which was coming up in a lot of the leisure destinations um, and and this was more on the supply side but you know supply side if you look at the demand side the most encouraging part was like you just uh, mentioned or alluded to right that the consumers were also looking to, and I, I think that part of this was also because of COVID. Mm -hmm. uh, again, as two years, people hadn't really traveled and international markets were um, also shut completely, you know, for full international uh, destinations or borders to open up, it actually effectively almost took three years. Um, and, and, you know, and, and India was a large country. And I think Part of the 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 benefit because of um, you know the delay in opening up the international markets also went to the India market where people started to explore uh, and and be more sort of I won't say adventurous but be more uh, willing to to do you know, you know take a little bit of a risk but explore new uh, destinations mm -hmm. uh, not necessarily only falling back back to you know, the standard key destinations that you would typically travel to in India. And because of which, as this was an emerging trend and a lot of people have started to go because they started to see uh, one newer destination, two, um, and they will be very offbeat locations. Uh, two, they will also have flexibility so they could travel in group. And, uh, you know, when you travel in group, let's say with a, with a, you know, let's say two, three couples going together as friends, or bachelors are friends, boys school, or the first time office goers going as friends, or you know girls going going as friends, you know they, they, the way you know their needs were, or the way you know they would probably seek flexibility during the stay experience. All of this was 
on offer through homestays, right? Because you don't have set rules in homestays. You can have all the flexibility. You can take the entire villa uh, and then per room cost will also get optimized in in that sense. And, you know, you can have a caretaker. You can also have, um, you know, food, the kind of food that you like because you might have cook at your disposable disposal there. Uh, mm-hmm. So... You know, because of a lot of these flexibilities and the desire to uh, sort of uh, experience offbeat locations, this category started, uh, demand for this segment started growing and the supply was in any case on the other side growing because this phenomena has been there uh, globally for a while. It's not a new phenomena. It's just that it picked up pace in India uh, recently. And we Mm -hmm. saw this opportunity and therefore we started building and increasing inventory. And we today have about 23,000-24,000 homestay properties on our platform. And this is over and above the hotels properties that we will have on our platform. And then we did some more work on even on the front end, uh, you know, uh, building a dedicated funnel uh, for, um, uh, you know, um, for, for those customers who just would want to explore uh, just the homestays as a product and not necessarily compare it with hotels uh, just for better experience. You know, the the, the content got curated um, and we have also on the host side, um, you know, built the, the host, the external tool for the host for them to be able to very easily mm-hmm. onboard, onboard their property and so on. So... Uh, I guess that's really the reason, both from the demand side and supply side, we saw this opportunity and we started investing behind it. Okay. Um, when it comes to investment, uh, Rajesh, I also wanted to talk to you about the rollout of a brand new AI-powered tool. You yep. know, it's it's uh, you know you don't have to no more scrolling through endless uh, reviews. The AI is doing the heavy lifting for you. It's designed to make booking uh, flights and holidays easier. So how yeah. does how does AI fit into your scheme of things? It's actually a very promising technology, and you know, and see, from our point of view, our approach has always been that any new technology that will be there, uh, out there, and you know, upcoming, and we would obviously study that really hard. Um, but more specifically, we would be very focused on looking at the use cases that that uh, any of the new technology that could help us fundamentally on two counts. One, um, using the technology, can we enhance the customer experience to the next level? And mm-hmm. two, will the technology help us further automation, uh, let's say, within the organization and giving us some productivity gains? Right. So these are the two different lenses that we've been using whenever we, we have evaluated any new technology. And we see with generative AI specifically def- that you know there is there is there are so there are few promising use cases, and one of them uh, that you mentioned that we have gone live with is effectively you know if you go on our platform uh, as part of a, the use user generated content, a lot of the reviews uh, with the you know description that will be there for a particular hotel that you know the our customers would have gone and stayed uh, in. And, you know, and there will be all kinds of feedback. Uh, and we, we thought that this might be a um, very good sort of use case for us to be able to oh, enhance the customer experience by summarizing it. 
the gist of all those, let's say, 200 reviews or more uh, into maybe two or three lines uh, summary that would be meaningful for a customer uh, to look at it and, and take an informed call. Uh, but if he or she wants to just go deeper into it, obviously, the all the reviews are available, the ratings are available, and then you can go into more specifically. And there also, we've tried to make it easier, pick up different, different, uh, you know, the, the tags that we have built. You know, if, let's say <clears throat> in, a, in a hotel, if there is, let's say, feedback around food in the restaurant, so you can you can have all the uh, feedback related to the to food as a keyword or if it is to do with the room if it is to do with the hygienic conditions if it is to do with the any other facility or amenity in the hotel that you can just uh, we've, we've tried to sort of consolidate at one place and a click of a button you can see all of them together uh, and on top of that you can see the gist of uh, all the reviews put together in a summary so that's one very uh, we thought was very important or very relevant sort of use case for our customers that we did uh, and then, then there are other use cases that we've been working on in fact one uh, soft launch that we've already done where this is a combination of building a new booking flow or the customer journey where with the voice input as well as uh, voice input in in non-English, get the regional language, and we're trying that for Hindi first, uh, and then uh, recognizing it, the 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 voice and text speech um, conversion, and then giving the results back to the customer and and uh, helping him or her to book the booking. Uh, so that we are doing it for flights, and we are also doing it for our holiday packages, uh, which is like a bot experience or a combination of bot. Uh, and uh, and then leading to sort of a platform kind of an experience, a bit of an hybrid experience. So, you know, so part of the, this is going to be a journey, to be honest. And, and the idea is to learn from some of these use cases, put them out there, learn from the customer's feedback and, and you know, keep uh, fine tuning and improving um, some of these flows that we are building so that ultimately we crack a good experience. Correct. And at, at Skift, you know, Rajesh, we've been leading the way in reporting the unfolding relationship between generative AI and the travel industry. And as you said, this is clear that this is only the beginning. Uh, you know, two weeks from now uh, at the Skift Global Forum, our theme is connection in the age of AI. And I'm glad that we had this conversation. And uh, thank you so much, Rajesh, for being here and for this wholesome conversation today. And that wraps up another episode of the Skift India podcast. Remember to subscribe to the Skift India podcast on your favorite listening app. Thank you so much, Rajesh, for having us. Thank you. Thank you. My pleasure. Thanks a lot. This has been the Skift India Travel Podcast. Thank you for listening.